And of course, you have a check in place as well, where you come back next week and you and you take another look at your up and downs, and you see, okay, is it now getting out of hand? Did it did it blow up too much? Is it over my break even now? Should I turn it back down to down only? And we have a system for that as well. Thanks for subscribing to the ZonCon podcast, the podcast all about Amazon conversations. These are the tips and tricks to become an Amazon millionaire. Here is your host, Andrew Erickson. He is all things Amazon, and so is this podcast. Let's have an Amazon conversation. Hey, hey, guys, welcome back to the Zoncom podcast. We are back again with my buddy, Simon. Simon is one of my best PPC friends. He uh, he has an agency called AMZ Guardian, and uh, he, we, he was on last episode talking about the top three mistakes. And I said, Simon, got to come on. Let's not just do mistakes. Let's figure out, like, how do we improve our stuff? How do we get better at PPC? So, Simon, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Super glad to be here again and great seeing you. And um, yeah, I'm super uh, excited to deliver some value and and get into some of those things and and talk about how we can make things better. At least, at least, you know, I'd like to share some of the some of our processes because I don't think we're going to have time to get into everything. But at least the top uh, or at least three simple ones that can be implemented for most people. And uh, they're simple, but at the same time, you know, um, simplicity is very important and having steady and consistent uh, processes around those things is very important. So I'm glad to share that with you guys today. Nice. I love it, Simon. Thank you so much. Let's uh, expand a little bit on that because, you know, there's always kind of the crazy, insane, new way, hack, new, special, whatever thing. And our techniques do change, right? They do. They do. They do have to shift. They do have to change. We do have to be agile. But a lot of times, honestly, going back to the fundamentals and understanding really the core of how these things work and why they work is really important. So sometimes tips and tricks might sound like, oh, yeah, it's a basic foundation. That's a simple foundation part, right? Well, yeah, there's a reason why it's the foundations. There's a reason why Michael Jordan still practiced it when he was, when he was you know, uh, or let's, let's use it more contemporary, LeBron James. Right? <laughs> there's a reason why LeBron James still practices dribbling. He still practices free throws. He still does the fundamentals because that is ultimately the game is, the fund- is becoming an expert at the, at the fundamentals. So, uh, yeah, Simon, let's hear. What's the first tip on how to improve our PPC? That's totally right. Yeah, and and you know one of the one of the top things that that we find in our agency uh, when we have a new client come in and on board with us, typically one of the first things that we find is that they have a, a lot of keyword bleeders. That's what we call them, keyword bleeders. So they're just they have a lot of keywords that have a lot of clicks and zero sales, and you know a lot of clicks. Um, is very relevant because you know you might have a, a product. We have one client, for example, that it would it takes sometimes fifty clicks to convert. Um, it's a very expensive product. It's a it's a five hundred dollar product, but it takes fifty clicks to to convert. So um, so you know for him, for example, a lot of clicks might be seventy five, and and you know. Um, and then for, for other people, 
it might be, let's say 10. I would say that 10 on average, 10, 11 clicks, um, depending on the product, but on average, 10, 11 clicks uh, and zero sales is where you should start thinking about, okay, is this a keyword uh, bleeder? So, so um, right away, when you, uh, when you look at your keywords, you can organize your data to see how many keywords have I had that have had a lot of clicks and no sales and what should I do about those keywords? And there's, there's a couple of things that you could do. Um, you know, you read the keyword, you see if it's relevant, you see if it's important for you. And then if you decide that it's not important, you might pause it. But if you decide that it is a, it's a fairly relevant keyword and you're okay with sticking uh, with it, then you might just want to lower, uh, lower the bid. And we typically do that every week by 10 to 15%. That's because we feel we don't pause it. That's because we feel we've done our keyword research and we feel that it might be, it might get a conversion. And let's say we lower that bid slowly, slowly, slowly over time to let's say 15, 20 cents and we have it there. And, you know, if we get a click at 10, 15, 20 cents, it's not going to cost us a lot, but, um, you know, but at the same time, it might convert. So looking at your keyword bleeders, that's the first thing that you know that you could do to improve your performance. You know, if you if you haven't if you haven't done so, uh, look at all the keywords that are that are getting lots of clicks, zero sales, and then and then keep an eye on those because that is where most of your uh, um, ad cost, ad waste will go, and that's how you can manage it. So that's that's uh, step number one for improving your PPC performance. Mm, okay, good. So the keyword bleeders, I like that. So, uh, you know, it's funny, I was talking to my business partner, Mike, who's been on this podcast a couple of times. And I was telling him about he doesn't really do PPC. And I'm like, okay, you should come do this PPC journey with me because it uh, it's hard. <laughs> you, you should help me. <laughs> right. And uh, he he had some funny, has some funny kind of beginner question. He's smart, but he's a beginner in PPC, right? He said, well, it seems like this whole thing should be automated. If you have like, if you have a string or, you know, a string is a fancy, is a technical term for like a word, right? A keyword. Um, if you have a keyword and you have a performance, you have data and you have conversions, like you should be able to just automate the whole thing, right? I said, yeah, you would think that. You would think that would be true, but guess what? It's hard because uh, the algorithm thinks sometimes that you're relevant for some keywords, but you're not really, Right. And also, uh, there's some keywords that you should be converting on, but you're not quite there yet because maybe you're converting 10% of the time. Well, guess what? That doesn't actually mean every 10th click you get a sale. That means that you have a one in 10 chance each time. So you can go 15 clicks without a sale, right? But, and that's that's not unusual at all. So how do you, how do you program that or how do you, how does the algorithm figure that out, right? On the flip side, sometimes you get a, you get a click on something and someone buys it and I don't know why they bought it. Just like the, you know, little angel on their shoulder on their shoulder told them to do it. And then all of a sudden the algorithm has decided that you are relevant to this. A big one for us, we we sold wooden shelves in our last company, right? We somehow got converted on a we like two or three times we converted for cactus decor. 
cactus like like the stupid little succulent yep. plant whatever thing <laughs> and all of a sudden we started spending we spent like eight hundred dollars amazon just decided that we are <laughs> cactus decor because we sold fifty dollars worth of product twice or you know what are twenty five dollars twice so fifty dollars total and they're like oh my god they're like totally cactuses now and so we ended up spending eight hundred dollars on cactus related keywords because there's a bunch of little stupid ones i didn't and then when i looked at it and I saw like, oh my God, I can't believe we cactus was one of our keyword bleeders. That's right. Yeah. So totally understanding, reading through your keywords, <laughs> seeing what they are, deciding whether you're relevant for them is is very important. And it's probably the one of the best ways you can cut down your A cost and your your ad spend. So that's definitely one great way to improve it. And it takes time, unfortunately, and you do need a human to do it because like I always say, my goal in life is to have the computers do 80% of the work and humans do 20%. I think that's kind of like the best sort of, you know, somewhere in that neighborhood of like majority computer with a good portion human reading through all those search terms you got clicks on and doing that once a month and just finding the stupid ones like that's worth your time. Yes, you got to do it as a human. It is. I absolutely agree. And, 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 you know, this is one of the things that automation and all of these PPC softwares, they will never be able to replace uh, a person um, that can actually go and, and, you know, look at, look up that search term, go to Amazon, see if it's like for like, you know, determine, you know, um, it'll, it'll never do that for you. And it's really important to have that human touch. That's how we do it. We, you know, we'll, when we do keyword research, we actually manually go through all of the search terms and uh, we put them into two categories. We put them into mid relevancy and then we put them into high, highly relevant. And then we establish our bidding strategy based on those two different levels. So anything that's highly relevant will be a lot more aggressive because we're very confident that that keyword is, is, is relevant to us. And then anything with mid relevancy will typically give it a lower bid. And uh, we'll go after that. We and for for bidding strategy, people are typically thinking, probably going to ask, you know, uh, you know, how do you decide what the bid is? And we found that Amazon suggests is actually a really excellent uh, indicator um, to to use. And and then you can decide. Let's say you use their uh, mid suggest level. Well, then you can, you know, what we do is we'll add ten percent or twenty percent on top of that to that bid and we'll use that depending on whether it's highly relevant mid relevant and as long as you feel confident about your your phrase or your search term then it should it, it it'll it'll work you know so yeah so that's 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 one way of doing it i love it i love it great what's uh what's our next tip to improve our ppc so Tip number two is um, is top of search um, and adjustment. So this conversation uh, is it has been very um, controversial. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts to it, um, and you know it, it would be so much easier if Amazon isolated uh, those. Um, campaign types so you know so you can create just a campaign for top of search and then just a campaign for rest of search and then you know just another campaign type for uh product pages but they've kept it in, in it's all in one campaign for some reason 
you know, if, 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 if anyone, anyone at Amazon is listening to this conversation right now and you guys can separate this, it would be great. Um, but essentially, you know, we're finding that uh, top of search, um, you know, there, there is a section inside of uh, your, your campaign manager where you could see what your performance is like on top of search. And typically things perform on average a lot better. Uh, you have more sales. You have more visibility there. You can get a lot more traction on top of search. So what we do and what I recommend is, um, you know, look at your performance on uh, top of search. And if your ACoS is low and if you're performing fairly well, increase your top of top of search. And, you know, and you can do it incrementally, you know, where the way that we do it is we go in and every week we take a look. And we see, okay, it's performing pretty well. Let's increase it by 20%. And then next week, week we come back, we see how it's doing. And if it's still doing fairly well, we, we increase it a little bit more by another 20%. And typically, we found that the sweet spot is like 40%. Um, so if you're looking for uh, kind of a safe, um, conservative um, top of search percentage that you want to use, uh, 40% is a great place to start and but obviously always monitor it so always keep an eye on it make sure that it's not getting out of hand and then if it is getting out of hand then lower it you know bring it down so you know there's a lot of things to get into here um you know with top of search you know there's a lot of questions that come up like well what if i'm ranked organically on on top on on top of search and and you know it depends like do you want to have do you want to have double impression on that page? How competitive is it? You know, and um, some people, if it's not very high volume and they feel like, like they would have won the, the conversion anyways, they would have gotten the sale anyways, then, then, and that you find that it's cannibalizing your organic sales, then you should, maybe you should switch it off. But, you know, and this is typically somewhere where you feel you're very dominant you have you've been you've been you know you've been dominating um, for that phrase. You've been on top of uh, page organically for years, and then then don't do it, you know. But if you're in a more competitive category where you find that if you you know that you, there's always someone that's trying to dethrone you, that some or that there's always someone who's trying to take you know trying to go after your keywords, your you know or your position, your placement then it's a fairly good idea that you do use top of search. And it's something that does produce, you know, fairly good results. And having a system around it is, is great. You know, uh, if you have just a reminder every week, you know, come in, look at my top of search. How did these campaigns do where I modified it and increase that visibility, push yourself up to the top. So that's uh, point number two on uh, how to improve your PPC. And, uh, you know, that's a strategy that we use every week and, and we we're finding it to, to, to work fairly well. Nice. And, and, uh, again, I'll, I'll, like I said, in the last episode, I, I was super into PPC and then I hired it away and kind of like totally disappeared for a year or two in the PPC world. And this is one of those things that is new, uh, as of what, maybe a year, year and a half ago, um, and I, I, again, I like I knew of it, but I didn't really use it and stuff. And, and now I'm finding now that I'm diving back into it, I'm finding top of search is killer. 
man, it is a great tool. So that's a yeah, that's a great that's a great one to hit on there. Um, I have a question for you. I'm still confused on. <laughs> Maybe you can help us answer this. Shoot. So okay, so just to give a perspective, uh, we we you know you place a bid. Let's just say it's a buck, one dollar, one U.S. dollar, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we do a forty percent top of search modifier, right? So forty percent. That means that we're now telling Amazon, hey, if if, if the spots if it's top of search that you're going to place me, I'm willing to pay a dollar forty for that, right? That's what that forty percent modifier means that's right okay Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and then you mentioned also mentioned like we can't just have a top of search campaign why can't we just say okay if i if my bid is a dollar 40 why can't i just say hey my bid is actually 20 cents and then give me a 7x to get up to you know i guess that'd be a 600 percent increase so then or i'm not sure if i know the math right never do public math right so (laughs) imagine your head the math is correct (laughs) um but but what if why can't i just give like a 10 cent bid and then 10 exit to get up to a dollar right yeah you mean and you mean that by where you put it um for the overall campaign or or just top of search or yeah let's say i'm doing i'm doing an exact match i have a single word and i just say you know what i actually have two campaigns let's just say what was the one you, you used a wood the the analogy you had before was a, a wood cor- uh cork cork foam roller mm-hmm. cork foam roller. cork cork foam roller this that's the product right here so it's a foam roller for fitness that's made out of cork Got it. okay. So it's a pretty high, very specific keyword because it's you know cork is a very special material, so that's a pretty relevant keyword. If your product, of course, is cork or wood, right? And now, can I just set up two campaigns and just do one, one no top of search modifier and just be like the regular campaign and the other one and the the not top of search campaign and the other one? Let's let's say I bid a dollar on that one. And then the uh, top of search, I can place it at like 20 cents and then do a 10x multiplier or a 900% multiplier on it to get up to a $2 bid. And that way I kind of have two campaigns. One's regular and one is like doubled up for for uh, top of search. Does that work? Um, you know what? We haven't tested that. And I think that it's it's people are doing that with, for example... Uh, rest of search. So if you want to, you know, uh, make sure that you show up, you, you find that you're performing better on rest of search, but it's kind of like, you know, it's keyword specific. So, you know, you, it's either you decide and, you know, that you're going to perform better here or there, right? So you would do one or the other and you can do rest of search, for example. So if you do for, you know, you can do top of search, Right. Um, for one, and because you've performed better there, but the other one, like another keyword, you decided that you're doing better for rest of search. So you can so you can do two, you know, but I don't know if I would do it on the same keyword because they're kind of two opposing strategies. But yeah, I mean, hey, if, if anybody gets this, uh, figure this out, you know, if, if, if it works for them, uh, write us and let us know and I'd be uh, super happy to explore that. Awesome. Cool. That's yeah. I, Cause I was trying, I was trying to chew on that and I, I know some people have tried that. I don't know what the results are though. So again, I know that there are lots of smart people who listen to this podcast. So please write me. Uh, if you want to write me directly, that'd be fantastic. Andrew at titanmembers.com. Uh, just send me an email. Um, and I would love to hear your take on this. If it, whether it's like a terrible idea or a great idea, or if you're doing it, if you're not doing it or you've done it and stopped doing it, that'd be the best. 
to hear. So Simon, uh, I love it. Right. What's number three? So our top tip number three for improving your PPC performance is stimulating your impressions. And, uh, and so a lot of time, a lot of the time, you know, you upload a lot of keywords and they're just not getting any performance. They're not getting, they're not getting any traffic. Let's say you uploaded that you have a hundred highly relevant search terms that you uploaded and you're getting some impressions on, let's say 20 of them, you know, those are good search terms. So how do you get more out of those keywords? So one way of doing that is having a system where every week you come in and you filter everything out that has no impressions, that has zero impressions, and you increase those bids by about 10%. And, and you can measure this. You can monitor this as well. So it's like, how many no impression keywords did I have last week? Okay, I had, you know, um, I had A. And next week you come in, you... You, you know, you increase those bids by 10%. You come in and now you're like, oh, now I have 73. That means I, got, I had seven, you know, additional keywords. I had impressions. So sometimes we just find that uh, the, 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 the bids, the original bids that were set for those keywords are just too low. And you just want to be a little bit more aggressive on them. You want to give them a little bit more, a higher bid to get them going a little bit. And we continue that every week. We typically have a we ha- we have a cap on how high we'll go on uh, these increases. So, on uh, you know, if your average bid is like one dollar, then we would cap it out, let's say, at two dollars. So we wouldn't go because you know past two dollars, because you'll find that even if you change a bid for some keywords, even if you change the bid to five dollars, it's still not going to do anything, and you know it's not going to do anything. I could change, put it to $10 and it's still not going to do anything. And it's, it's not, and it's not doing anything because, um, Amazon just hasn't recognized you, um, as, as potential conversion for that keyword. So sometimes, you know, what gets that going is that you might want to get some organic sales on that, or you might want to, you know, you'll wait until you get some conversions um on that keyword and then it'll start working uh in ppc but um often enough it's just that the bid is too low on those no impressions and if you just come in once a week and you increase those bids a little bit by a little bit uh 10% 15% uh maximum and you come back next week and you just monitor that then it'll start giving you some more some additional performance so that's tip number 3 and uh, something that we have part of our system, and uh, we find that in- incrementally uh, does give us additional uh, performance on on certain keywords. Because you know, if you've done your keyword research like you should have, you know, properly, then then you should, you know, you you're confident that they're going to work. Then try to go after them. You know, be a little bit more aggressive and try to get get those conversions. Nice, I love it. Yeah, that's something I've I again also kind of neglected in the past. I like whenever I spend too much, I'll start bidding down and then all of a sudden like, oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm not losing any more money on that keyword anymore because uh, I'm not getting any impressions. Oops. Right. <laughs> yeah. So so what so what you're saying is that you start bidding down on a keyword because you're not you weren't getting impressions or that you were getting impressions. I was spending too much money. Uh, OK. Right. The ACOS is too high. Right. And then I I thought, oh, I'm spending, you know, I'm bidding a dollar. I'm going to cut it down to 70 cents. 
right? Mm-hmm. Well, that just that was too much. Yeah. And now I cut. Now I'm not getting any impressions because I cut my. There's no impressions. Of course, now when I'm just looking at the spend, I'm like, oh look, I'm not I'm not wasting any money on that keyword anymore, right? My A cost isn't high anymore. Right. Well, there's no A cost because you're not getting any impressions or clicks on that one now. So yeah, that's good. That's I. That's one of those checks I never really did. So that's good. That's good. That's a great tip to improve your PPC. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And especially on no impressions, especially on those new campaigns. You know where you have um, it's just you, you know that the keyword is good, but you're just not getting anything there. So just increase it a little bit, a little bit. Try to get impressions, and then once you do, then you you know you can get into proper bid management. And if the A cost is too high, then you lower it. You start lowering it down again. But if it's performing well, then adjust it accordingly. And uh, you know one of the strategies that we use. Um, and is, 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 uh, we, you know, is, is an up and down strategy for, for, uh, keywords that, and up and down for those that don't know is, is a bidding, a bidding type strategy. So you have fixed bid, you have down only, and then you have up and down. So, you know, if your ACOS is performing really well, if you're getting, you know, if, let's say your break even is, is 30%. And your ACOS is um, is fifteen percent, and you're you've got a lot of conversions on that. We switch it to up and down, and it does even better. Amazon then decides it, it kicks into their algorithm, and then they decide, uh, you know, yeah, we'll send it more traffic. Let's increase the bids. Let's inc- and then you know you 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 become um, you know an active participant in the bidding system, and uh, you let them take. Take it from there. And then, of course, you have a check in place as well where you come back next week and you and you take another look at your up and downs and you see, okay, is it now getting out of hand? Did it, did it blow up too much? Is it over my break even now? Should I turn it back down to down only? And we have a system for that as well where we do that every, every week and we make sure that it's not getting out of hand. But most of the time, if it's performing well, then it'll, it'll perform even better. So up and down is another fantastic strategy to to um, to help you improve that. Nice, I love it. I love it. So okay, I here's my next here's my PPC question for you. So we can talk about the technical things, the campaign structures, and the impression and the thing and the whatever, right? But um, if I, I I like to think of you know when you're a CEO, you're not necessarily going to be getting into the weeds on these things. Right. And, but you still need to have a good grasp of PPC because it's really important. If it's not the most important thing, it's at least top three categories, right? Product selection, PPC, uh, listing creation that those are really kind of the three core parts of, of listing creation optimization, right? Kind of the three core parts of the business, right? I'll tell you what I used to do. And you tell me, what you think of the strategy and then tell me what you think is a better strategy. Again, trying to trying to pull back and think of thinking of how do I manage my company as a as the director rather than the, the doer. Right. What I used to do is I used to follow my PPC based off of three metrics, three KPIs, right? Three metrics I looked at every week and every month. And those three metrics were ACOS. And my ACOS, I was set to my break-even. Uh, margin, break even price is whatever, 35 ish percent. 
tacos, which is uh, which I, I love that word, right? Total ad contribution or total ad cost of whatever it is, right? Um, and it uh, it just means how much money am I spending on PPC overall? Like how much am I all my revenue goes into PPC, right? And the last one is the ratio, the, the how much of my how many of my sales are coming from PPC and how many are coming from organic search or non PPC sales, right? And so what I like to do is 35, 10, one third uh, or 30 to 40 percent is kind of our range. So so 35 percent ACOS, 10 percent tacos, and then 30 to 40 percent of my sales come from advertising, meaning six, you know, two thirds of my sales come from not advertising. So I'm breaking even on those. Right. So by definition, I'm I am break even. I am not making money on them, but I am making money on the ones that I don't advertise on. That was my intent. And that's how I that's how I ran the business for the last three years. And now I'm kind of realizing that PPC costs are going up and that our rank is very closely tied to how much we're spending and how much how we're targeting PPC. And I'm trying to refigure out like what what are the KPIs? What are the things I need to track and what do I need to follow again as a director level to have a successful business? Yeah. And I think I think you hit it. Um you hit the nail on the head there. I think you got it pretty close. And I know that, you know, one of the concerns is that, you know, PPC costs are going up. I think that in the past people were trying to make money with PPC and now it's just it's just very difficult. So most of our clients are happy uh, if they can just break even on their PPC. And some of our, you know, and that's why it's so important to um, have the right ROI on your product and that, you know, the higher your profit margin is, uh, the better, the more room you have to breathe. So if you're, you know, you know, some of our clients are at 50% profit margin and we have a lot of space there. And, you know, a lot of, most of them are 30. So a lot of, most of those clients were finding that if we're hitting 30 or, or below, or if we're, hitting their break even or about their break even and that's pretty good but yeah most of most people nowadays are looking at uh their uh, marketing contribution or tacos like you mentioned and you know as long as um as long as their tacos are 10 to 15 percent you know some of the some of the clients that have break even of of 40 percent uh, 45%, they're, they're more comfortable with having 15% tacos. And um, because they know that those sales, those PPC sales are helping them contribute to their organic ranking. Um, it's, it, we're, and we see that. We see that in, in some of the accounts that we manage where we see the organic ranking start going up. As soon as we start putting in those um, you know, highly relevant keywords. We see organic start going up, and it's actually really nice. It's a, it's a you know, it's 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 good to see. And so the main thing is, you know, the numbers that you mentioned are are pretty close. It really depends also on if you're, for example, in consumables. If you're doing supplements, you know, uh, we had a customer um, who was thirty percent break even. But what we did was we calculated their lifetime value. So we went and we looked at their, their, all their order history for the last three years. And we saw that overall, um, you know, we had uh, the same customer buy at least three times. Some of them, and that, so that, you know, some of them were 20, they bought 27 times. 
Some of them only bought one time. But when we averaged it all out, we saw that it's three. So now your your A cost or actually your break even goes goes three like let's say it's three, it goes three X, right? So mm-hmm. you know, so we're able to say to them, look, you're in the supplement space, you know, bids here are very competitive. It's it's very gonna be very difficult to hit 30%, you know, and um you, we should be aiming, especially for your most important terms, we should be aiming at 65, 70%, uh, you know, target ACOS, ACOS. So, so that's, so that's what we did. And, and, you know, it's really product dependent. So you have to look at your lifetime value. Uh, you have to look at your, um, you know, um, what you're willing to, what you're willing to, uh, spend in your marketing contribution and um and of course you know and 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 just from there so but you know what you said i think that you know that still stands very much so it's very close uh to to how things should be so you know your a cost 30 percent and tacos um at around 10 to 15 percent and then uh 30 of your most of your sales should be coming from advertisement you know, and that goes up, you know, up and down five, ten percent. But you got to decide what what's right for you, based on those criteria. Okay, so those those are you think those are pretty good numbers. Okay, good. So I I interesting. I like that. Okay, I wonder if there's like a metric, like a number we could come up with that's something like at the end of the day, or, or well, what at 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 some point you do the math. And you, after uh, landing landed costs, um, fulfillment costs, uh, Amazon referral commission, obviously, um, and advertising, you should be at a twenty five percent operating margin, right? Profit margin, twenty five percent, right? So then you could say, oh, okay, well, if I have a forty percent margin, like forty percent. Um, before PPC, then I can spend 15% tacos. Yeah. But if I only have a 35% margin, I can only spend 10% tacos. And if I only, if I have thin margins, I only have 30% margins. I can only spend 5% on tacos. Something like that. I don't know if that, what do you think? Am I warm here? Or do you think that's? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think, I think so. I think there's, there's probably a moving scale. Cause then, you know, you, you, you got to think about cash flow. You got to think about business growth you know, how expensive is your product? How many, you know, uh, how many turn turns, inventory turns uh, are you going to need to to be able to reorder, right? So there is that balance and you have to be like, okay, I can't, you know, in order for me to grow this business, um, you know, without uh, like organ or naturally without, without getting financing, I need to have at least this much of a, of actual true profit, and to to you know to grow at this rate let's say so you know it's all uh very product dependent it's all very cost dependent um and but uh, all of it's those too things hard to to- it should just be like one number like why do we it have to sh- like it should be yeah yeah do all this like work <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. interesting hmm. what do you has anybody ever like increased their retail price to afford more advertising costs because if you if you're like oh I'm spending a lot on advertising but it's working, if I added a dollar or two dollars to the cost of my product, I could then 
afford more advertising, which I know like obviously you don't want to, you can't add $20, you know, but if you add like just a little bit, so you have a little bit more margin and then you're able to advertise just a little bit more and then maybe make that up. I don't know if that is a terrible idea or what. Yeah, it depends. It might, it might work for some people. I mean, I, I, it depends on what your competition is doing and then what, what that's going to do to your conversion rate. You know, you, you might, uh, it might be a temporary increase, increase for you. And, and then, uh, you know, once the conversions start dropping off a little bit, then, then it might not be, you know, might, might not be a good idea, but I think, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that is a, that is a, such a complex calculation as well, because there's mm-hmm. so many inputs, you know, it's like, it's like, what is my, what's my, you know, it's like split testing my best, my best price point. And, you know, yeah, I'll be selling less units, but at this price level, but, um, but my margins can well, be Well, but better. you're like, you're increasing your price and increasing your advertising. And increasing it, yeah. Right. So that's like, it's like a double variable, unfortunately, which is hard to measure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a, uh, it's an interesting thing to test for sure. You know, whether you could be, if you increase your price, I mean, hopefully your, your, um, your offer is very tempting. You have a very good offer in your product and it'll actually stick. If it doesn't stick, then it's just probably not going to work. Yep. Well, uh, Simon, I know you mentioned that there are some cool new tools that uh, have come out recently in the last uh, few months that are new, kind of very relevant to PPC. You want to tell us a little bit about these new tools that are in, um, brand analytics yeah so i'm actually so excited about this to uh to explore this um it's a fairly new feature and it's it's in beta and i think that most accounts have it um and it is inside of your brand analytics so if you go to brands and then the first the first um, option is brand analytics and you click that on top of uh, your brand analytics, you're going to have a big green banner that says uh, two of our new search analytics dashboards are live. And you click on view search analytics, you click that button there, and it takes you into a search query uh, performance. Uh, and uh, it's still in beta. And uh, it's super exciting because this is the first time, I think this is the first time uh, that we've had Amazon the actual platform give us all the data, you know, about certain search terms. And, you know, in the past, we've had to rely on uh, Helium 10 and and all these different uh, softwares. And, you know, they're obviously just trying to guesstimate, you know, what the actual search volumes are. But now for the first time, they're showing us this, they're giving us, they're giving us the information. And the thing is that it's, it's brand uh, specific. So you won't be able to select, for example, another category. It gives you metrics on the performance of your product. And there's a lot of things. There's a lot of details here um, that are very interesting. And there's a lot to dive into. Even the search query is not actually a search, uh, is not actually the keyword. So they have some some there's some nuanced definitions of how this report is structured, but by their definition, it's you know it's an aggregate of 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 the of the keywords that have converted for you. 
And uh, so, so that's important to understand the difference there too. Um, and I, you know, I invite you to go in into that report and read the definitions very clearly what they mean, because it's very important. But this report shows us actually shows us the search query volume of that specific of that specific phrase. And you, you know, this has never this has never happened in the history of Amazon where they actually give you the search volume of that keyword or that phrase. And there's so many things here to un- there's so many things to unpack here. But you can also what's exciting is that you can you can look at it on a on a weekly level um, and you can see it on a monthly level. And what we're finding, like you know, with one of our accounts, for example, that um, we're finding that the, the search trend is changing. So, for example, we're coming up on Mother's Day right now. Uh, you know, we're May th- May third right now, and we're coming up on Mother's Day. And and there's if you, for example, have giftable products, then it'll be a completely different set of search uh, search uh, terms that, that, that will show up in this category. So it's very much so timing specific as well. And uh, there's a lot to look at here. So it actually gives you, so what it gives you, it gives you the entire funnel from the beginning to the end. It gives you the, the search funnel, the impressions that, that, you, that you received for your for your product and once again um you know it doesn't tell you which product it is and you when you get into the definitions you see that it's an aggregate of the top three best performing asins for your brand oh i didn't know that yeah so it's it's interesting yet there's a lot of very um specific uh definitions that they're using here um so if you look at, you know, so they look at the top three best performing because this is very brand focused. Um, so, for example, if you have a brand where you're selling random products, it might not be the best tool for you. But like most, like most brands, like most sellers, they have one brand and they have, um, you know, most of the products are very similar. So you would look at, um, uh, you know, it tells you um, what impressions you got how many impressions you got. So if you, let's say on page one, then that would count as an impression every time somebody's put in that search term. So, um, and even if you're on, um, you know, but as long as you're on page one, right? So if somebody clicked on, they went to page two and you're on page two, then you would get that impression. And then um, the next column is clicks. How many clicks do you, clicks you received on that? specific um, search query or that search term. And then the next one is how many add to carts you received and then how many in the end and how many purchases you've received for that specific uh, search term. And you can organize the data. You can, or they have a ranking system and their ranking system is uh, for example, if you're showing up uh, number one for a specific, it'll be it'll be ranked where your top one is. It'll it'll be at the top. It'll say number one, and that number. And you once again, um, you know, I'm uh, I'm kind of paraphrasing. I'm I'm summarizing this. There's a very specific definition to how they calculate this. But you know, if you're number one for a specific search term, it's it is a combination of all those positions down the entire funnel. So impressions, clicks, 
add to carts and purchases. And it's combined and related uh, and put in reference or relation to your competition. So, for example, you know, you might ask, like, well, what can I do with this information, right? Like, what am I? Well, you know, one of the things you could do is is make sure that your advertisement, your PPC, that you have these terms inside of your uh, inside of your PPC. Because you know that you're performing very well for these. And maybe you'll even go and, you know, target your competitors, you know, for that, that are also showing up for those keywords. So that's another way you can do that. So double check that you are showing up for those, become more competitive uh, for those terms. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. I'm, I'm very, um, I'm, we're, we're, you know, once again, this is in beta, but uh, you know, never have we seen actually Amazon give us the search volumes for those for those search terms, and they've you know they're giving us a lot of information here on where you're performing, where you're where you're ranking for that, and it gives you search volume. So if you feel, for example, if you organize this list by search volume, and you see that okay, I have you know I'm number I'm ranked number. 20 for the second highest uh, search term. Well, you know, how can I improve that? Is there something that I can do? I'm pretty close. And maybe I can put this into my, you know, be more aggressive with PPC. Maybe I should put this, you know, in, in the front of my title. Maybe I should optimize my listing a little bit more to improve and focus on that and on that specific search term. So there's a lot lot of data here that they're giving us and you could really optimize your funnel. And I mean, Andrew, man, we could do an entire episode on just this report here and uh, on pack. I <laughs> feel like we should do, I, I'm like, I'm like going through this as you're talking. I've, I've looked at this a few times and I've like poked at it. I haven't quite done like a deep dive on it. I, I think we should, Simon, you got to come on. Let's do it. Let's do a let's do a Zoom try, call yeah. so we can do like a video and we can do like a screen, you know, actually show our screen and stuff. Um, yeah, that's good. Let's 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 go ahead and cut the episode here because that's like a lot of amazing content there, Simon. I think thank you so much for coming on and giving us those those three tips. I'm all excited now about these about this report. <laughs> yeah, I think um, so, it's one of the coolest reports that's come out in Amazon in a long time. So. That's cool. So, you know, um, so so uh, like Simon said, if you want to check out this report, it's a search query report. It's if you go to Seller Central brands tab, you go down to brand analytics and there is a link at the top to click to it. It's kind of weird how you have to like click down and then find a page that has a link on it. But um, I believe I grabbed the link from my side. Um, So I think if I just put this link in the show notes, it should hopefully bring you to the right place. Um, but again, that's just search query inside of brand analytics. Um, and then, uh, um, yeah, let's do that as our actual thing right there to go check out search query. Um, so Simon, thank you so much for coming on for our second episode. You gave us the top tips on, uh, the keyword bleeders, the using top of search placement. Um, you said the sweet spot was 40%. I love that. I'm totally going to steal that. And then also make sure to stimulate your impressions by bit, adjust your bids up on things you're not getting impressions on. So, Simon, thank you so much for being here. And give us, tell us again how people can get in contact with you. And, and uh, uh, if they want to have you help them with their PPC, let us let them know how they can do that. 
Yeah, of course. And so if you want to check us out, um, go to our website. It's uh, amzguardian.com. And uh, if you want to email me, uh, just uh, email me at customer at amzguardian.com. And uh, I'd be happy to chat or help out with anything uh, PPC related. And uh, yeah, be glad. I'm happy to help. And uh, Andrew is always uh, super happy to be here and uh, look forward to chatting with you in the future. Awesome. Thank you so much, Simon. Thank you. That's AMC Guardian and customer at amcguardian.com. I'll make sure to include those links in the show notes. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you learned a lot about how about PPC and also a fun little hack there, a fun little tip on on uh, keywords with the search query report. Uh, thanks so much for being here, Simon. Amazing. Thanks, guys. Take care. See you next time. Bye-bye. Hey guys, if you found value from this episode, I would love if you could tell the world. If you don't want to tell the entire world, I would love for you to tell iTunes at least. If you can go to iTunes, if you listen to this podcast on iTunes, go ahead and go leave us a review. I have a few here that are amazing that I love to read out. I read every single review that's posted. Go to iTunes, leave a review. Also, Spotify now is allowing ratings. So please go on to Spotify and super easy. You don't even have to write anything. You just hit five stars and leave that review. You know, as an Amazon seller, how important reviews are to your business. I am asking you at the goodness of your heart, please leave me a review as well. Thanks. Thank you.